Hello, welcome back to Series 2, Episode 67 of the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, as always, and uh, this podcast seeks to generate discussion about uh, doctrines and principles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints by an in-depth study of the Come Follow Me materials, uh, which is focusing on the Book of Mormon this year. Also, general conference talks and other uh, events and uh, news and uh, things that go on in the church. We're looking at uh, March the 2nd to March the 8th, 2nd Nephi, chapters 31 to 33, This is the Way. We are concluding the uh, the personal study sections this week with The Book of Mormon Persuades All to co- to Believe in Christ, which covers 2nd Nephi 33. This, of course, is the final chapter that we have with Nephi the first. Um the son of Lehi, and uh, it's quite a a what's it's a, quite an emotional farewell really from Nephi. This is obviously the main voice that we've had within this book uh, for over the last um, two and a bit months. When I sit and look back through my notebook of all the things that we've learned in First and Second Nephi, it is actually astounding just all the things that we learn. I mean, obviously we know uh, and are aware of Nephi's great boldness, his great obedience and the great spirituality that he has. But when you sit and read over all the things contained in First and Second Nephi alone, it's just it, it highlights just again how powerful and how important the Book of Mormon is. Uh, so we'll dive straight in. Uh, now, 2 Nephi 33 verses 1 to 2 has a great place in my heart uh, because when I was on my mission, uh, we were visited by Elder Bednar uh, and he spoke to the whole mission. And in verses 1 to 2, uh, he talks about, well, he sorry, he, he talks about verses 1 to 2 uh, and he spoke to us about it for about two hours. He spent two hours on two verses and we just couldn't get enough of it. It was absolutely astounding. Uh, so 2 Nephi 33 uh, verses 1 to 2 says this and now I Nephi cannot write all the things which were taught among my people neither am I mighty in writing like unto speaking for if a man speaketh by the power of the Holy Ghost the power of the Holy Ghost carrieth it unto the hearts of the children of men but behold there are many that harden their hearts against the Holy Spirit that it hath no place in them Wherefore, they cast many things away which are written and esteem them as things of naught. Uh, you know, we talked we talked a lot about the, the role of the Holy Ghost as missionaries. And we talked about the power of the Holy Ghost in teaching uh, and it's how it's, well, missionaries uh, role and also our role when we talk of the gospel to bring the Holy Ghost with us because ultimately we are not the teachers. The Holy Ghost must be the teacher. And if we do not bring the Holy... And actually I stood up and I made this comment. Uh, if we don't bring the Holy Ghost with us and then that person doesn't make changes in their lives because the Holy Ghost wasn't brought by us, then we are, you know, we are stopping them from making that progress which they could potentially make. Whilst doing some research around this, I then found this quote by uh, Elder David A. Bednar, who interestingly gave this quote in 2007, and he visited our mission in early 2009. So it just kind of shows, you know, those these things were on his thoughts quite a bit. He said, quote, The power of the Spirit carries the message unto, but not necessarily into the heart. A teacher can explain, demonstrate, persuade, and testify, and do so with great spiritual power and effectiveness. Ultimately, however, the content of a message and the witness of the Holy Ghost penetrate into the heart only if a receiver allows them to enter. Learning by faith opens the pathway into the heart. Close quote. Uh, 
Obviously, Elder Bednar spoke a lot about learning, seek learning by faith. And uh, this is something which this these two verses closely applies to, that, you know, you listening to this podcast is you inviting the Holy Ghost to enter your heart. And hopefully there are things that, that you have learned that have prompted you or made you think of something. Uh, but it's not because I've said it, it's all, you know, I, you, you are opening the pathway to your heart and that's what we all need to do in our families. We need to invite our family members to, yes, listen to the messages that we are talking about and, and discussing, but we need to invite them to, to open their hearts and listen, uh, because if they don't, then it won't enter and they won't have the same spiritual blessing that they could have. In uh, 33 verse 3, it says, But I, Nephi, have written what I have written, and I esteem it as of great worth, and especially unto my people. For I pray continually for them by day, and mine eyes water my pillow by night because of them, and I cry unto my God in faith, and I know that he will hear my cry. I mean, what beautiful words. What clear, great compassion and charity and love that Nephi has. You know, it is something which is, a dear thing to know that someone is watering their pillows by night for you. They are so focused on you that they just have these great spiritual feelings for you. And they have such great desire for you to do well and to uh, and to be encircled in the arms of, of Christ. Robert E. Wells <coughs> uh, said this, quote, In his parting testimony, Nephi mourned about those whose hearts were hardened against the Holy Spirit and the messages of the prophets. Perhaps we should, we would all try harder and live better if we knew how the prophets have mourned over our sins and how the Saviour himself has tried personally to bring each one of us to him, close quote. If we know that someone has that great personal interest in us, then we will surely do better. We will surely desire to do more. And yes, our Saviour weeps for us, I'm sure, when we make mistakes and we go through sorrows and trials. And of course, we know that those trials are necessary, but of course, I'm sure that he does not like to see us go through these things, just like our Heavenly Father was pained to watch his beloved son go through the atonement, but he still had to watch him do it. <clears throat> and uh, I think that it is a great message in there to know of that charity and love. So the, the, the manual asks us to consider, why do we think that Nephi uh, wrote you know, these two chapters in the first place? And of course, Nephi began in First uh, Nephi 1 explaining how he was going to show how the Lord delivers uh, those people who are obedient uh, to him. But uh, I think there's a few other things that crop up here. In verse 4, and I'm not going to read all of these just because of time, but verse 4 talks about how he hopes that these things will persuade people to do good, uh, to make no... And this is interesting. So this is obviously a, a kind of slant on family history. Uh it maketh known unto them of their fathers. So it obviously helps Nephi's people and us uh, when we are looking at them as examples uh, of their fathers or people that have gone before to remember uh, what they what happened to them. And also, of course, it speaks of Jesus. In verse 5, it talks about how it speaks harshly against sin and how it speaks plainly uh, about truth, which is important, and especially 2 Nephi 28 uh, talked about the methods of Satan. Uh, and, you know, I, I was in the temple a couple of days ago, and one of the things that kind of stood out was just Satan and just the way he tries to trick us. It isn't just one particular way. Sometimes he tells us full truths but with a slightly different slant. Sometimes he just downright lies. Sometimes he intermingles the truth with, sorry, the, he intermingles lies with truth and makes it try to sound like truth. Uh, you know, it's just fascinating just to see how he has a multitude of ways that he speaks to us 
And each of those ways is just as effective uh, and, and dangerous. Uh, in verse uh, 6, it, I love this verse. It says, I glory in plainness, I glory in truth, I glory in my Jesus, for he hath redeemed my soul from hell. If all of us could talk about our Savior in those kind of words, we would be doing very well. My Jesus, if we could t re refer to the Savior as my Jesus, then we know that we have that true personal connection with him. And it is all about that connection, uh, which will then be able to lift us higher. But in verse 10, it says this, and this is ultimately the real reason why he spoke, why he's written this record. It says, and now my beloved brethren, and also Jew, and all ye ends of the earth, hearken unto these words and believe in Christ. And if ye believe not in these words, believe in Christ. And if ye shall believe in Christ, ye will believe in these words, for they are the words of Christ. And he have given them unto me, and they teach all men that they should do good. I just love the, the bluntness of Nephi here, where he says, if you're not going to, look, you can read these words. If you're not going to believe in them, believe in Christ anyway. And if you do believe in Christ, you will believe in these words because they are the words of Christ. I mean, it's just amazing. It's just Nephi putting it all forward and saying, look, at the end of the day, honestly, I don't really care what you think of these words. What I care about is that you believe in Christ. Uh, and then hopefully once you start to believe in Christ, you will see that the value in these words because I've been told to write them. I just love, you know, the, the desire that he has to, to basically help us to know of the Savior. That is why he's written these words. Uh, Elder Neil A. Maxwell said this, quote, Serious study of the blessed Book of Mormon admits once a wider world of complexity and beauty, even in the midst of the book's simple but powerful spiritual refrain. We are given that which we need most. Yet we are athirst for more. Granted, whenever the words of heaven are filtered through mortal minds and tongues, there is some dim, dim, diminution. Yet, as with Nephi of old, so it was with Joseph Smith. If ye shall believe in Christ, ye will believe in these words, for they are the words of Christ, and he have given them unto me. Close quote. <clears throat> and actually, you know, that'd be a great that's a great close to the to this podcast episode. If you, uh, you know, like these words, then great. But even if you don't like these words, I desire that you know, you believe more in Christ. With Nephi, I echo those words. And uh, I'm so grateful to have been able to study Nephi's words. And I'm so grateful that he was obedient enough and diligent enough to listen to the prompting to write these records and keep them. Uh, because we now have these great spiritual truths and treasures in these uh, in these chapters uh, that we've been studying over the past two and a bit months. And I now just can't wait to get into uh, the next part with Jacob. So many things to learn there as well. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the study. Uh, please join, Please share your, what you've been studying at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email lesstudysession at gmail.com. And of course, you can join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I would love to have lots more people there generating discussion, sharing their thoughts and learning from one another. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.